Hey everybody, welcome to CADCast number 34. I'm your host GBD here in Tokyo, Japan. And of course, we have fabulous Wombat in New York City. Hey Wombat. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's going well. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's unusual for you. Is my new headset sounding uh, clear and crisp? If by clear and crisp, uh, like someone who's 10,000 miles away on Skype, then yes. Right. If by clear and crisp, I mean exactly the same as the last one, then yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, yes. It's it's not a Radio Shack. I've moved up to Plantronics now. Ooh. It's a big, a big, lump, a big leap, rather. That's not a very, very fancy. Very fancy. No, no lumps. So, uh... I thought we would sort of start the show off this week and talk a little about the games that we've uh, been playing as of late. Well, what do you think of that idea? It sounds like a good idea. I wish I was playing something new and unique. Well, well, you've you've been playing Oblivion. <laughs> yeah, I, I play Oblivion a lot. But you you've downloaded the new uh, package. Yes, I did. I downloaded the um, whatever it is, the sword razor thing. The sword razor thing. The sword razor thing, whatever they're calling it. I did download yes. it. I like it actually. I, I liked it. It took it was big. It's big. You like a big package. I, I like a saying. big package. So this one, un- unlike the other add-ons, this one uh, takes longer than ten minutes to complete. It took me about three hours. It has a lot of new items. It has actually some surprises. It's like a mix of all of the the. There's really two basic dungeon types in the game. There's okay. caves and ruins. Uh-huh. And this kind of mixes them together until like a, a big kavuin, kavuin, a kavuin, and it's kind of nifty. Or a rave. Or a rave. <laughs> nice. So you, this one is worth it, uh, and maybe the other ones you would say not so much. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, truth to that. Yeah, the pirate one was kind of disappointing to me. Right. They sort of they sort of tricked us by saying it was Goonies. They really missed. Uh, I don't think they missed an opportunity. I'm sure they made a lot of money, but a pirate's guild <laughs> in your a, mind. A pirate's guild would have been very cool. Oh yeah, and they didn't do that. It's just like a pirate ship. Yeah, and no chunk, right? No, no chunk. <laughs> Although you know what I have been playing? Slippy shoes. You know what I've been playing? No. I've been playing Bomberman on the DS Lite. Oh, with that multiplayer with your with the with, Mrs. Wombat. With Mrs. Wombat, we've been playing uh, the Bomberman multiplayer. It's a lot of fun. How does that compare to the uh, like the Super Bomberman? Uh, Super it's not that much different. It has a few more little uh, tricks to it, though. You know, more. Is it fast? It is fast. Okay. That and we've been playing the the uh, wireless Super Mario Brothers, the versus. That's fun. That yeah, is the fun. Mario versus Luigi is real fun. It is fun. So that's I cool the, too. So hooray for the DS Lite and the fact I, that I, I already had a DS. Speaking of Bomberman, I'm worried about the Bomberman 360. Because we checked it out at E3, and it just seems really slow <laughs> compared. Like, one of the cool things about the Super Nintendo one is, like, you know, it can be pretty fast at times. This one just seemed, like, lame and slow. Well, that's sad. Well, I was, I was expecting big things for it, from it. From I'm, it. You know, it's got a big multiplayer component, so hopefully that works really well. We shall see, I guess. Yeah, and on and on a side note, speaking of also games we're playing, even though yeah. you haven't even gone yet, uh, yeah, okay. Mrs. Wombat, actually, my current high score on Hexic, if you look, okay. is not mine anymore. It's now mm. Mrs. Wombat's high score. See, I wish I could get Mrs. Chibi. She'd actually be good at that game. She's good at the puzzle game. Yeah, she used to she, kick, my, kick my ass at Luminous. She loves that game. So she listened to High School the Musical soundtrack the whole time in oh. a loop. So I still I'd, don't know what that is. It went like five times. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds painful. So, and you can't hide from it in Europe. You can't, no. So now I know no. all the words to we're all in this together. Very nice. Uh, well, let me talk about some of the games I've been playing. I uh, actually picked up Shadow of Rome, the PS2 game. I picked it up here for about 17 bucks, And I have to say, it's pretty fun. It's is Capcom's... Uh, this game. is the Capcom ultra-violent gladiator game. The, the sort of... I guess the the flaw in the game is one of these games that tries to throw in a stealth component. Remember, like the uh, the first Hulk game. Oh God! Remember, like the Bruce Banner parts were oh, super no, lame. Yeah, I remember. I'm, they're not I'm as painted. bad as that. Okay, well that's. But bad. they're not great. <laughs> it's like another. It's a weak stealth component, but the the actual gladiator part is really fun because it's it's ultra violent and you can dismember people, wow. and it. You know, it has like really fun names for all the different moves that you can do to them, and like it, it flashes on the screen in big letters. So like when you like cut off somebody's arms, it says uh, "meat sculptor." You know, and ah. disar- disarmed, get it? San Francisco tea bag. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> hot Carl. No, but I'll tell you one thing. It does say is that if you, it gives you a choice when you go into the ring if you want to bring in weapons with you or not, and if you choose to go in with no weapons. It flashes big Roman balls on the screen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's nice. Not... Maybe I'll yeah. pick it up if I find it cheap. If you find it like for 15 bucks, uh, it's pretty fun, I have to say. Mrs. Cheapy enjoys it. She likes the brutality. Um, so we've been getting a lot of mileage out of that. I, I also picked up Phoenix Wright for the DS. Hmm. How is that? Uh, is it? Is it? I mean, it's very text-heavy, right? It's very text-heavy, um, but it's got a lot of personality to it. This is a game where you're a lawyer. I know it's been like a cult classic uh, in the States and probably in Japan, too. You're a lawyer, and you have to go through these different trials and you know, interview people, and you, know, you collect evidence. You actually you do a little bit of detective work as well, you know, like you're collecting evidence. Yeah, like, a, the... t- like a TV show lawyer. Yeah, it sort of reminded me of Encyclopedia Brown. Remember those books? <laughs> yes, I do. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of personality and humor, and you know the 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 art is is sort of nice. And you know, it's not for it's one of these games that's not for everybody. You know, just from this description, you can already probably tell if it's a game for you or not. I know it's kind of hard to find in the states, um, but they just I think we released it in Japan uh, as like a best price type game. Oh, okay. So I picked, Meanwhile, the best prize was still like twenty, twenty-four, twenty-five bucks, but uh, it's fun. I don't know how much replay value there is in it, and or how much time it's gonna actually take to beat the game. But one of the nice features of the game is that you can hit start and save the game at any time, cool. which is really nice for a portable game. Uh, so I've been switching off between that and Super Mario, uh, and so yeah, I recommend yeah, that. The DS Lite is just great. I took it with me for Father's Day over the weekend. Oh, that's nice. Spending time with your father playing. Video Not just games. my father, but my father-in-law as well. <laughs> nice. And I made yes. everyone play something. My father has a DS. Does Not he a really? DS Lite, that's though. funny. Yeah, he has that. He's got uh, the brain game, brain yeah. training, and he's got. I don't know what else he has. Maybe one of the Mario games. Not the new one. Though. I played. I'm not sure. I played Medios with my dad. Nice. And I beat him, and he goes, "That's because you know how to play these damn things." And that was right. That, that was That's why you need game. to do brain training or something. They didn't. No one liked that. 
Mm. Well, I'll because it's not that. because you know every time someone drew a K, it came out to be an L. Oh, it was fu- frustrating. Yeah, and every time they said blue, it took three times to say blue or twelve. Even or on the DS Lite, it's got the yeah, same problem. Yeah, it's all the, the same microphone. problems. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Yep. Well, that's kind of lame. Very much um, so. I want to give a big a- big shout out to Tracken, who uh, sent me Matrix Path of Neo and uh, the latest Bond game uh, from Russia with Love. From the latest Circuit City sale. Ah, what are you thinking so far? Have you? Well, I've only played Matrix so far. Okay. It starts off, and I've only I'm only like a half hour into it. It starts off with like a level that tests how good you are at the game to see if you can you're gonna play on like the easy, medium, or hard levels, I guess. And let me guess, you're easy. No, no, I got I got the choice of normal or hard. I got all the way up to uh, to uh, oh god, what's the agent? The name Smith. Agent Smith. Yeah, it's how far you get without dying, I guess, determines what level you can start on. But uh, he killed me, I guess, so I didn't quite make it. But it see the combat. It seems definitely better than the than the first one, which I know isn't saying much. Definitely worth ten bucks, I think. Um, but like I said, I'm not that far in the game, so everything or nothing is also worth ten bucks. Definitely, that's a great game, and I'm sure this. I'm sure the. I mean, so it's from Russia with love. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's not worse than that. No, so. it's not. It's almost exactly the same. You have it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I got oh, it for if it's 10 exactly bucks. the same, I really like it. Well, you have it for the GameCube. I, I got it for the GameCube for 10 bucks, And even on the GameCube, it's not bad. I see. It's it. You kind of miss the re- easier access to the second analog stick. Okay. But it's still a very good game. I, I, it's not enough to make me not play it. I see. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try that out soon. But I heard it's got RPG elements, which uh, Mrs. Cheapy is a big fan of. It does in a way. As long as it's got something, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? You you, you have to like to... find <laughs> things that give you points, and if you find the schematics, they call them, oh, uh, you can upgrade your weapons. Okay, so it's not that not that big of a deal. And it's I guess. not that it's not. You could probably make it through the whole game without doing that once. Nice. Well. While I'm giving shout-outs, uh, I want to give another shout-out to my friend Goose, who, uh, he's got a sling box hooked up to me. You know what the sling box is? Yeah, yeah, Does he call you it's Maverick? You can... No. But uh, a sling box is where you can watch somebody's TV through the internet. Mm-hmm. And he recently upgraded his cable box and got a, a, the DVR component and got a new cable modem. So now I can, like, TiVo stuff. And the quality is like ridiculous now. And I just watched like the new Star Wars, the latest Star Wars movie, which I don't know if I should thank him for or be mad at him. I was going to say, because... congratulations for wasting two and a half hours of your life. <laughs> but the quality is really good, and I'm very excited that I can watch some American TV are you gonna get, without like, watching infomercials. Are you going to get a gigantic uh, monitor now for your computer? I have one already. Oh, nice. I, uh, well, my TV set is a, also a monitor. Smart. Yeah, 42 inch baby so that's nice that uh, i'm nice. sure it's not going to look too good if i blow it up full screen but and he's also got howard stern on demand which i'm really excited about as well <laughs> so yeah and uh what else can we talk about you were telling me something that you read this article in rolling stone about red versus blue yes when i read real literature i read the rolling stone magazine i don't think a magazine uh Qualifies as literature. Yeah, well, then I, I'm, your fa- I'm your favorite book is magazine. My favorite book is magazine. TV Guide, <laughs> writing to TV Guide, reading the right. TV Guide. Um, well, that's that's pretty interesting that they've sort of broken into the mainstream. I guess. Somehow. Well, they they wrote a, a just a one page article on uh, stars of the interwebs. Okay. It was written by Noel Hancock, 
And one of the things she talks about is don't laugh at someone's name. It's not nice. <laughs> you said Hancock. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Um, was uh, heard, that's a woman? Yeah, I guess. Oh man, she must have had a hard time growing up. Uh, Noel sounds. Noel is probably a man's name, don't you think? N o e l l e. Oh, Noel. Anyway, what did she say? Yeah. Red ver- <laughs> she talks about red versus blue. Okay. And how they started and how they became a success and how I didn't. They started out as a website called drunkgamers.com where they oh. reviewed video games while they were drunk. Hmm. And, okay. And that never quite took off. I don't yeah. know why. Right. And they just started, you know, dubbing over as you, anyone who's familiar with red versus blue, and I'm sure we all are. Uh, just started dubbing over their Halo footage, and okay. it took them. It wasn't. It was up until a year ago that they were able to quit their jobs and do this full time. I thought it was much more popular than that, where they would be able to sustain a living off of it. Well, how are they going to make money? It's one of the things where it may be somewhat popular, but how do you make money off it? They were selling DVDs, and you could buy. Couldn't you buy T-shirts well, or something? Well, maybe that hasn't sort of happened until as of, until recently. I guess not. I mean, I know. And now, I guess they're probably getting paid by Microsoft to do stuff. Yeah, right? now they have. You know, Microsoft called them shortly after in two thousand, two thousand and one. They started calling them. Nice to uh, to say they how they They haven't called me it. yet. That's because you haven't done anything that they would like. Oh. <laughs> they they may should, may want to call me to ask me to stop doing things. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we'll pay you to stop doing secret Xbox Live achievements. Yes. Nice. Yes. So that sounds cool. So, uh, yeah, check out the latest issue of Rolling Stone, I guess, if you want to learn more about Red versus Blue. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll do start doing episodes of Cameo Theater. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to rip off people as much as possible. It's so much easier. <laughs> we'll do a, coming uh, up with your own stuff. Oblivion Theater. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess we should move on to the new releases, although it's it's a weak bunch at best. Uh, weak, weak, weak. Yeah, I, I guess the highlight, if you could call it this highlight, is uh, MotoGP4 for the PS2. Oh, I thought you were going to say bowling for the Xbox. <laughs> it's funny, they had a, on somethingawful.com, they, on their video game article, they write a whole thing about, you know, how people are going to be camping out for, for bowling, <laughs> and that, you know, I know you can't wait, but we'll have a review up soon, and it's, you know, it's a huge week for gaming and, and all that stuff. It's really, something awful is really funny. Uh, so yeah, MotoGP for for PS2. It's already out for the 360. Didn't get quite as nice of a review on the PS2 uh, from GameSpot. They gave it a 7.6 as opposed to an 8.2 on the for the 360 version. Um, but I guess you know 7.6 from GameSpot's not that bad. And I'm sure if you have a 360, you're gonna pick it up for that anyway. What else we got? We got NFL Head Coach. What a what I I still I mean I could see it as a PC game, a budget PC game. Right, because it, it's an EA game. I know it's an EA game. I could see Has it to as be, a, I guess. Yeah, so they have the NFL license. It it would it probably makes a pretty decent, you know, low budget, sure. low res PC game. But I don't understand why there's an Xbox and PS2 version of this. I guess they figure they're making so much money off of Madden that why not try to throw another NFL property in there and see if it sticks? Probably doesn't cost them that much money to put together. It's it's pretty much just like uh, what is it like lemonade stands but with <laughs> NFL teams. I guess it, there's no reviews up, so. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, there it is. I didn't even check to see if it was a budget title. No, oh, neither did I. I just, I'm just I think maybe like thirty nine. That's my guess. Let's check. 
I did notice a ton of ads on uh, IGN. <laughs> you know, oh, head coach, here it is. Yes, thirty nine ninety nine. Look at that, I'm a pro. And it comes with free fantasy football. You know, they have this fantasy football thing going on. I'm, on, I'm familiar on the with website. I'm familiar with fantasy no, yeah. football. Yeah, it's a forty nine ninety nine value. Wow. Hallelujah. So, all right, so we got that. We got bowling. Can't beat bowling. You know, you what know, is, you know what's good I bowling? Wish... Yes, Tekken Alley. <laughs> I was going to say Tekken, yeah, and Tekken uh, Tag Tournament on the PS2. Oh, no, I was saying Tekken Alley. Oh, Tekken, in Tekken Tag Tournament? Yeah. The bowling game? That. It's pretty yeah. good. It's not as good as Tekken Alley. Yeah, I know, but you don't get a Tekken game <laughs> free with <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, bowling's going to be a $20 title. Big shock. I'd still rather get the free bowling with the $20 Tekken game. Yeah, I bet. Or even less. I... Like, you couldn't find Tekken Tag Tournament used for, like, a buck fifty. Right. I'm sure, I'm sure Tempin Alley doesn't go for much more. <laughs> and also another exciting game, uh, IHRA Drag Racing. What does IHRA stand for? Are you kidding? No, what does it stand for? That, uh, International House of Racing... <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was International what, what, Hot Rod Association. Oh, there you go. That could be right. Yeah, well, folks, that sounds so, right. Yeah, someone will let us know. Yeah. No, uh, nobody cares. I'm a jerk. Right. Well, that's a $20 game, too, that nobody cares about. You have Laura Croft Tomb Raider Legend coming out for PSP this week. Nice. Which got a 7.2 from IGN. I read the review. Uh, it's basically the same as the one that's out for the consoles right now. But it's the it's uh, has frame rate issues, and it's missing an analog stick. And it's missing an analog stick. They said it was pretty good, but you know the the frame rate and uh, you know the slowdown issues are are quite noticeable, and they they do detract from the gameplay. Ah. Uh, also, this week we have a couple of DS titles: Sudoku Mania. If you didn't get Sud it with your free brain age. Yeah, that's the uh, those number math things that. I would be terrible at, and break them all for the DS, which I have no idea what that is. I don't either. And two, P two PC titles, Rome Total War Alexander and Cossacks 2 Battle for Europe, which I know Cossacks? nothing about. I don't know. Cossacks? Cossacks. I don't know. Cossacks? I don't know what that is. Don't you know your hey, I said Euro At least I pronounced Europe Don't correctly. you know world history at all? No. I was a history major, though. That's frightening. I the focused Cossacks, on American history. They... They killed Jews in Russia. They did. Well, that sounds like a great game. I know. Excellent. It, it actually right. it is. It's pretty funny. They might as well just call it, They might as well release a game and call it Nazis. Jew killer. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Jew killer two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that may not sell. That may not go over too well. I can just picture being like Smash TV though. In the deep south, <laughs> it would be a big hit though. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Yeah. All right. Time for the news blast. <laughs> yes. All right, then. Name change for the Wii? What? Huh? Wii? Well, if gamesforwii.net is to be believed. After they bought that site. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're not just trolling for information. You know, just throw anything against the wall, see what sticks. Uh, but they're saying that an inside Mike <laughs> from the Nintendo marketing department uh, has reported, or quotes, we have received over 200,000 emails with complaints about the Wii name, and the console uh, has been commonly associated with urine. We have been the target of many jokes, and we strongly believe it's a bad, thi bad thing for the company's reputation. Um, 
I'm obviously I'm not you're not gonna be surprised, but I'm gonna call bullshit on this one. Uh, first of all, Nintendo uses Golan Harris for their marketing needs, so I don't even know what their marketing department would really consist of internally. Uh, and second of all, there's no chance in hell that they're gonna change the name at this point. I think people are already used to it and have no really have no problem with it. Uh, I think they're gonna change it to the who? <laughs> to the U. I think it's gonna be called the Nintendo U. Yeah. The Nintendo right. Me. Or me. Or me. Alright. Video game makers are battling sinking stock prices, according to an article and in the New York Times and of course according to the <laughs> stock prices. Well, this is not an uncommon thing when uh, new consoles are going to be released. Basically, people stop buying games for the old systems that are already out uh, in anticipation of the new ones. But uh, they are reporting that uh, Activision, Electronic Arts, Take-Two Interactive, and THQ are all doing pretty poorly right now. Uh, and since May 1st, the video game companies have lost a collective $6 billion in market capitalization. So... That's maybe a good time to start buying stocks if you think it's going to bounce back. The only reason that makes this so interesting, I guess it's, uh, I think a lot of it may have to do with the used market because we talked about this in the last show on how many PS2s are still selling. Right, right. Oh, it could be, but I think it's more to do with people are still buying PS2s, and all yes, these they are. and people, these companies all make games for the PS2. The question and is, those games are real cheap used right now. Exactly. Are they just buying, you know, those games, those games that were fifty dollars, you know, four years ago that you could now, like a Tekken Tag tournament that you could probably find used realistically for five dollars. Right. It could be. I mean, they they and that's they don't mention that in the article, but uh, that's a good point. Of course, they don't mention it in the article because I'm probably right. Right. I'm sure you uh, know more than the New York Times, of course. Do you really have to question that? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, well, yeah, this is. Uh, hey, look, you should write the New York Times. I should. But you, you won't. I could write the New York Times. All right. I could do it too, but I won't, and neither will you. Maybe I'll call them tomorrow. Yes. Record it. I do. I can we'll call them. Okay. I'll call them tomorrow. Okay. Please do. Mm hmm. Next up, we have Psychonauts will be playable on the Xbox 360. Or not. Or not. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? Well, if you, all, if you all remember, Tim Schafer, the creator of Psychonauts, had um, sort of made a plea to the gaming public to contact Microsoft and pressure them to make Psychonauts backwards compatible. Uh, and of course, Psychonauts is this uh, platformer game that got very good reviews but did not sell very well. Did you play it? Uh, I didn't play it. I beat it. I'm one of the, I'm one of the people that uh, didn't buy it that was supposed to. You beat it, huh? I finished it. Yeah. How? I guess you liked it then. I did. It was very good. I I enjoyed it. It does kind of drag a little at, at certain points. We're like, right. okay, I get it. Let's move on. But okay. For the most part, it's it's a very interesting, quirky, fun game. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Well, so apparently, uh, you know, this this uh, call to arms worked. And there was a post over on the IGN Insider boards from one of the supposed Microsoft uh, backwards compatibility ninjas. Uh, and they said, rest assured, we are working on Psychonauts, um, but didn't provide any, you know, any dates for when it would be ready. But then, of course, there was another post that popped up a couple days later 
and said, even though we're working on Psychonauts, there's no guarantee we'll be able to make the game backwards compatible. We may run into technical limitations that will prevent us from ever shipping the game or shipping the uh, <laughs> upgrade, yeah, yeah, the backwards yeah. compatible upgrade. So they don't know is what they're saying. And that's the problem with the backwards compatibility. It's a lot of, you know, it just shows like there's a lot of work for them. Even though if they have the will to do it and put the time and manpower into it, it does not mean they can make it so, which is a, which is a shame. It's a shame, and I think it's... My problem with it is I wouldn't care so much if they came out with more stuff for me to play. Right. I understand. Because there are a lot of great games on the Xbox that I don't own that I can't play. Like, Mercenaries just dropped in price, and I can't play that. Well, you know, the problem is there's just no money in it for them. There isn't. I can understand You know, that, but... how many people are going to base their purchases... Their 360 purchases on the backwards compatibility, at, you know, at this point, not that many in the big scheme of things. You know, maybe some, you know, some hardcore people that, you know, people that listen to this show. But in terms of the general public, how many people are really gonna? Is that gonna be a major factor for? No, not they're not even gonna know. They're not even gonna know, you know, what games are backwards are backwards compatible. The, and two, you know, there's no money in it for them. I mean, well, they're spending the all this money time. And, uh, you know, there's the money of the purchase of the game. The games yeah, that people are buying. Yeah, but at this point, all these games have dropped in price. As you said, you know, maybe people are going to pick them up used. Uh, you know, it's sort of too late for Psychonauts. I mean, I know, yeah. you, know you know, at this point, very little money is going to be made by the <laughs> by the developer of the game or the publisher. So... I don't know. It's sort of a losing situation for Microsoft. You know what the solution? Sort of... You know what would would rectify the situation? No. More games in the arcade. Yes. Well, that's something we're going to get to. Let's go to that. Let's jump to that story right now. Actually. Okay. I didn't uh, even know it was yeah. a story. Well, there's an article on Kikizo.com uh, oh, that the, was the one I sent uh, you. Yeah, it was about Luminous Live. Uh, basically, the, in an interview with Game Informer. Tetsuya Mizuguchi said, who's the creator of, of Luminous, said that uh, you're going to buy, you'd be able to buy the basic version of Luminous for a, a set price, but the the multi online multiplayer is going to be an add-on that you have to buy. That sucks. Yeah, I don't know why even bother. I mean, I don't know. I think most people owns Xbox Live. Who owns Xbox 360 and doesn't have it hooked up to the internet? I know a few people who don't. Really? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with them? They're the general excuse, but I play it in my bedroom and my internet's in the living room. Oh, man. Go go show them how to set that up. I wound up doing that for my friends on PS2. I wound up having to like tell, tell them exactly what to do, mm -hmm. how to set up a network in their house, including sending them the cheap deals for the routers and such. Yeah. So you may want to get on that. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, so that's kind of lame. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, where are the Xbox Live arcade games? I don't I mean, see what the... Why, it's not like they have to make discs and packaging. It's really lame. I mean, I I, <laughs> I have 2,500 points right now in my Xbox Live account that are just going unspent. Plus, I just bought five of those cards from Outpost. That's a $15 sale. Yeah, yeah. Um. Which reminds me, I forgot to put together a list of sales for this one. I didn't buy one because I don't know anything that I want to download that I already don't have enough points for. Yeah, I figured I'll use them as con for a contest or something. I, I, mean, I don't know. It's really do disappointing. 
It's very disappointing. It's very disappointing. There's no, I can't think of a reason why there's not one new small type of game of some sort released on the maybe Xbox Live difficult. Arcade at least a week. At least once maybe a week. It's, maybe it's more difficult to get the games up and running than uh, than people had originally thought. Because the money is definitely there for them, for the people making the games. You get a very nice cut from Microsoft. I, I mean, is there a reason why Miss Pac-Man isn't available yet? Are they still I, I working on developing Miss Pac-Man? I I I think if they're not even making Miss Pac-Man, it's gonna only be gonna be regular Pac-Man. Regular Pac-Man. Uh, I that don't one, know. That it's... one's even only has what is that? It only has one maze, right? Regular Pac-Man, the blue one, one blue maze. Just uh, I don't know. I forget. But it's Miss Pac-Man has more than one maze. Disappointing. Uh, it's, it's very it's, disappointing. I don't understand. I'd love to know what the excuse is. I mean, it, I I can't imagine. We need to start our own development company and start we should, getting some yes. games made. Send your check to CAG Productions, and you can be an investor. Yes, invest today. In our new endeavor. It'll be fun. All right, well, what else we got going on? We got, oh, Fragdolls and PMS boycott the Miss World Series of Video Games contest. Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me. It's a, for good reason, too. Well... Is it really well? The World Series of Video Games. I guess this is a you know a, a com- competitive event that travels around from city to city. They announced that they'll be holding a Miss WSVG contest, and you don't really need to be much of a gamer. The only it says the only game related requirement is that you actually have to tell what your favorite game is, and that's it. You don't have to have show any that you're actually good or anything, and that sort of upset the Frag Dolls and the PMS clan. And they said they're going to start their Mr. World Series of Video Games contest. Which isn't such, they should, what they should do is just start their own World Series of Video Games or call it something else. Yeah, but these guys, these are all like, you know, they just get sponsorships from companies like Ubisoft and I know. other pu- publishers, so I don't know. I, I yeah. don't understand why they'd be pissed, so I'd be pissed. So are you going to enter the Mr. World Series of Video Games I contest? I already won. You. <laughs> Yeah. I, I speaking am Mr. Of, video Game. Speaking of mi- being uh, Mr. World Series of Video Games, are you going to be going to that Nintendo amusement park thing? Maybe next week. I can't this go is... this week, so. Oh, is it this week? Well, they can't support a man of my carriage, so. <laughs> they, uh, this is the thing where you dress up as Mario and they have bungee cords hanging from the ceiling. I mean, and really, play, they, like... don't want, they don't want fat people to run around dressed as a fat guy? I'm kind of confused. Right. Uh, so... You get to be Mario, and I we emailed them to see if Wombat could could do it, and they wrote us back saying that he weighs too much. Even though you don't really weigh that much, I, I mean, they, see, they can't, yeah, I'm not that heavy. Let's they can't be, support uh, anybody over 160. I think they said, right? Yeah, I weighed 160 once. Yeah, I bet when you were at 11. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college. No, you only. What do you weigh now? 180. About that. Okay, so that's not so bad. I mean, yeah. even though you're only five foot one, I guess it's not that. Four eleven. <laughs> okay, and our and last I have big piece of hairy news uh, is the. I should never have 360... left the Shire. <laughs> yes, the 360 price drop this Christmas is predicted by a website called Brit Xbox. Uh, they say a source close to Microsoft has revealed that the 360 hardware team is busy redesigning the chips supplied by ATI and IBM to cut costs and allow a price draft to coincide with the PS3 launch. It'd be great for them. I, I'm i filing this under, uh, under highly unlikely. 
I don't know. It seems like, I mean, aren't they losing like $150 per machine already? Something like that. I mean, how much cost cutting could they really do at, at this point? Only a year into to production. I don't know. Maybe. You think those it 360s could are faulty now? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're already losing a lot of money. They're soon going to be made by penguins in Antarctica. They already are winning on the price. They already, you know, have a cheaper machine, so they're already winning on price. I don't know why they would do it. It's too soon. If they could do it, it's it too seems soon. too soon. Hey, I'd love to be wrong. But yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably not. Yeah. All right. You know, we have a big cag bag today. Should we move right on to the cag bag? I think we move on to the cag bag. Okay, because we have it. We had a lot left over from last week, and you know, we got we got a lot of uh, backlog here. So let's start off with dude, dude. What a great name. Yes, spelled dude two different ways in the last. That's right. That's very clever. Uh, he wants to know. <laughs> After rare supposed flops, Perfect Dark Zero and Cameo, which he both thinks are very good games, do you have any hope for Viva Pinata? And also he wants to know what products do we think Rare is working on besides Viva Pinata? Um, to answer the first question, you know, I saw Viva Pinata at E3. I went to like a, a special presentation behind closed doors, but they also had it out on the floor where I saw um, Miyamoto checking it out. I don't know. This game, it seems like like a Sims type game, where you're, but without a lot, maybe some of the personality of the Sims. You know, you're basically watching like colorful pinatas grow in like a garden. So if that type of game, if you think that type of game is going to be successful, then there you go. Personally, it doesn't really interest me very much, and I don't know how many people. I don't know. It can be very popular it. with, you know, maybe with kids. Uh, Mrs. I, well, Wombat might like it. Yeah, maybe. And they are, they are going to have some sort Dead. of TV. Yeah. It's definitely a trivia game. Uh, if you like your your drugs, then you might want to check this out. I heard if out. you turn on Viva Pinata and start playing Dark Side of the Moon, it sinks. <laughs> it does, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I don't know. I don't, I don't want to jinx them, but... This could be uh, number three in their hat trick of, of uh, unimpressive sales for the 360. Uh, I still can't believe that Conquer isn't backwards compatible. It must be a tough game for them to get going. It's not. How do you sell gamer pictures for a game you can't play? Right. Well, they they managed. They put out the gamer pics for the uh, Street Fighter already. <laughs> but at least, that game's not. Out. At least you know it's coming. coming out. But this is a game that they haven't even. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, and uh, he wants to know if we think a new Killer Instinct or Banjo 3 is going to be out. Uh, Does Nintendo no own the rights to Banjo? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they'll never be able to make another game again. After I'm this hoping month. for Grab by the Ghoulies 2. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> uh, and he also wants to know, his second question is, what do you think of Lincoln Prime, a CAG member, of constant, constantly copying and posting uh, articles from Team Xbox. Uh, I have no problem with it. I like it as long as he gives credit to Team Xbox and a link. It's fine with me. Yeah, you know. if it's worthwhile news. Yeah. We don't go always keep, go there every up. day. I don't yeah. always go there every day. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. good for him. Yeah. He does. He does. Lincoln Prime does a very good job of keeping the 360 forum on CAG uh, full of 360 information. And for that, I thank him. There you go. All right, next question. You want to read the next one? 
Sure. First time keg bagger, long time listener says PSU Forrester 03. I'm assuming he goes to Penn State. GBD, okay. thanks for the recent deals at Circuit City. Do you get more enjoyment out of the purchase of a great game or at a great price or actually playing the game? It's weird. I know sometimes like I'll buy a game, at least in, in here in Tokyo. My, my thought process has changed a lot. Here in Tokyo, if I see a game that's pretty cheap, even if I'm not dying to play it, I'm going to probably buy it. If it's an, you know, an American an American game that I work on an American system. Like that's what I did with the Shadow of Rome. I wasn't exactly you know, seventeen dollars is not exactly a, a super cheap deal, but here here it is and I don't see that many American games for cheap, so I do get uh you know, pleasure out of that. But if the game sucks, then it's still a waste of money, <laughs> you know. I have a good example of this. This last week I went and I used my Toys R Us coupon. Yep. And I picked up um Atari Retro Atari for the DS, which I got okay. for $5.48. Okay, how's that? It's not great, but is I was thrilled that I was able to get it for $5.48. Right. 5 bucks is so cheap, you know. You got to keep your standards Some well. games play a lot better than others. Yeah. Centipede plays surprisingly well. Hmm. Interesting. The retro aspect is kind of weird. The the revamped graffiti artist aspect. Right. So I think the answer to this question is, if the game is cheap enough, we get pleasure just out of the purchase, uh, and if the game is good, then that's an extra bonus. But when you start hovering, you know, when you get to like the 15 to $20 range, you expect some quality, at least. You want to actually get some, some hours out of it, right? Or at least be able to trade it in for a decent price when you're done with it. Yes. 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 Okay. Next question, Frisky Tanuki asks, what do you guys think about Jack Thompson's latest comment that nobody shoots anybody in the face unless they're a hitman or a video gamer? Accurate, hilarious, or ignorant? Well, what I learned from Martin Scorsese movies is that that makes you Italian. Ah, well, an Italian hitman. <laughs> there you go. Um, look, I mean, sometimes you don't have that greater aim and you're aiming for the chest and you, you know, maybe you hit the guy in the face. That would make if... you a hitman or a video gamer. That would just make you sloppy. Yeah, you could be sloppy. I mean, who knows? Maybe you're just, you know. It's a it's a pretty stupid comment. I would say out of those three choices, it's hilarious because <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. It's amazing that people take him so seriously. That's what's so frightening. He also has a question about a recent video game bill that was passed in Minnesota uh, that finds the miner attempting to buy an M-rated game. And the, the industry is fighting it. What do you think about the law? I haven't really read. I don't really know anything about it except what you've just told me. Um, finding the miner. Uh, I don't know. That's pretty. That's pretty weird. Can you do um, that? Can you find a miner? I don't know. It seems. It seems pretty stupid because. You know, maybe you didn't know that. It's just a rating. I don't know. I don't like that law. I like the law. I like putting the responsibility on the store itself. Frankly. Yeah. Not, not not the customer. And I like parents who know how to read letters. Yeah. I like to put the responsibility on the parents, but, you know, well, there's a lot of bad parents. <laughs> there are too many bad parents. All right. Find the parents. Okay. So our next question is from Furick, who says, awesome podcast, guys. I got two Thanks. questions. You're welcome. What's the stupidest gaming purchase you've ever made? And he gives some examples, Engage, Airflow, Air, Airflow Controller, etc. Um, and then he wants to know what it takes to sell us a gaming system. 
Well, the funny thing is that for the first question, I actually bought an airflow controller <laughs> uh, uh, for the PS2, and I wound up returning. I wound up, uh, what did I do? Oh, I sold it on eBay because Best Buy wouldn't take it back. So I wound up selling it on eBay right after I bought it. Um, so that was probably the stupidest gaming purchase I ever bought. It wasn't, the idea was pretty good. It's just the controller itself was so crappy, I mean, as, as you'd expect. What about you, Wombat? What's your stupidest I, game? Well, let's see. I I owned a Sega CD with Night Trap and Sewer Shark. <laughs> there you go. Does that count? Does yes. Sewer, does, does Night Trap and Sewer Shark count? I well, also, if you're into Dana Plato collectibles, then. You know, I actually kind of like Night Trap as a game. It yeah. really wasn't bad. Yeah, it was original at least. Yeah. Sort of. It was different, that's for sure. Different. I also... um. I bought a third-party controller for my Dreamcast. Yes. And it has to be the worst piece of junk. It's like four times the size of a regular Dreamcast controller. <laughs> and I was just so happy to have a second controller I didn't even notice. Right. Until I took it home and I put it in my hands, and it, my hands could barely wrap around the thing. And the original and, Dreamcast controller was pretty damn big. So It's like trying to play a Dreamcast game with a tire. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, to answer a second question, what does it take to sell you on buying a gaming system? Um, and he asked, lists a few examples. You know, a lot of times, if it's something that I know that I'm going to buy anyway, it doesn't matter. The launch titles don't really matter. Um, for the Xbox 360, I mean, I still think it has, you know, as far as launch titles go, the 360 had a very strong launch lineup. Uh, it's looking a lot better than the PS3 lineup, I'll tell you that. But uh, yeah, it's the launch lineup doesn't play. It uh, plays a small role. Um, a lot of time, you know, for the 360, I really was you know turned on by the the whole live aspect and the marketplace, and I just wanted to see how the whole thing worked. And I just, you know, also I knew if I didn't, if I wasn't able to get it right away, I probably wouldn't be able to get it until May. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was kind of it. I'm going to have to go with, you know, I, like a lot of other people out there, it's shiny and it's new and me wanty. You want to be the first person to get uh, it. Sometimes it's just, you know, ooh, yeah. look at that. That's new. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. It is. Oh, I want that. 360? I mean, it's not like I wouldn't get one eventually. Right. Okay. Uh, Zach asks, uh, GPD, I think you mentioned on the latest, pad latest podcast how you used to like the Armored Core series of games but wish they had multiplayer. Are you excited about Chrome Hounds for the 360? Uh, it will have multiplayer, and it's made by the same people that made Armored Core. I played it at Tokyo Game Show uh, last year. It's got potential, I think. Um, you know, big mechs. It moves a little slow. There's no, as far as I could tell, and I could be totally wrong on this, unlike the Armored Core game, where the mechs could move very quickly, and you could even have jetpacks, these guys seem to move real slow, and I don't think they fly, which, you know, is a big difference in the if they game. Don't, if they don't fly, so, then... We'll see. It is not multiplayer, definitely. Uh, we'll see how... We'll see on that one. I'm, I'm optimistic that it'll be good, but who knows. Okay. Uh, next question is just for me. Rabbit asks, I was watching a show yesterday on strange foods around the world, and of course Japan came up. People on the show were eating things like chicken hearts, different animal testicles, poison fish, and uh, other things. And he wants to know if I've eaten anything similar. Well, you've well, had you've had poisonous fish in New York City, right? But not on purpose. Well, you knew what you were eating. 
right. No, I've had, uh, yeah, I've Fugu. had Fugu and I've had Fugu. No, did I have Fugu? Yeah, I did have Fugu in New York City. You did have Fugu but in I've New York had City. A, I've had it in Japan. Fugu is blowfish, which is poisonous. Uh, if you only if the liver part is poisonous, so they, you know, they know how to cut it so it doesn't kill you. Poison, poison, poison. Tasty fish. That's how exactly, you do it. Yeah. Um, I've also had uh, intestines, some sort of meat intestines. I've had fish <laughs> ovaries. I've had chicken skin, not chicken hearts. Um, what else? You had poop for ten thousand dollars. No, I wanted to. By the way, speaking of that, I you know that uh, story from last week about the guy eating shit for ten grand. <laughs> yes. Uh, I spoke to my dad, and he said that you know he confided in me that he would actually do it too. <laughs> I'm so glad your father can confide in you. Yeah. Don't tell. But my mom All was disgusted. Four of our listeners. My my mom was disgusted and sent me an email saying like she didn't need to know that, and my dad told me that he would do it too. So yeah, now we had a lot of questions this week. Uh, which shipwreck uh, coined the phrase "state of the cag." All questions about cheap ass gamer and what's going on with more, that. More more stuff that really it's all about you. It's all about you, right. isn't it? Well, why don't you read the question so it'll uh, sound it's like it'll sound official? Something. Yes. Cheapy uh, D, Cheapy D, over here, over here. Yes. Don't forget uh, to read the guy's name. Milky Man wants to know: Did you ever think this site would grow as larger as it has become <laughs> and getting bigger every day? Not the most eloquently phrased question, but sounds um, like spam. No, yeah, no. Uh, I was hope I was sort of hoping it what would become that big. Uh, it actually, when I started CAG, uh, Mrs. Chibi actually wanted me to get a second job at the time, and I was sort of hoping, you know, that I was telling her, "Oh, I'm going to make this website, and uh, maybe it'll make some money," you know. Uh, and so I got we got lucky, I guess. Uh, the answer and is no. I you were didn't both really right. think it. Right. The, the answer is no, I didn't, but I hoped it, hoped it would. Miyamoto Freak would like to know, Cheapy, if you correct me like you did, on, like you did last podcast, I'm going to kick your ass all the way from Cali. Anyway, what do you guys think about We Connect 24 or whatever it's called? And does the site really make all of its revenue from two little ads at the top? Okay, so the first non-CAD question... Um, Hey, look, We Connect 24 could be really great, but it's all about the content. You know, We Connect 24 is the the uh, it's the fact that the the We is online all the time, and it will be downloading stuff. It can download stuff while you're while the machine's sort of in standby mode and you're sleeping, not even using it. Uh, what are you look, talking you know, about, Cheapy? <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about whatever they whatever they push to you. I, I mean, can't let you turn like, off the We. What? Nothing. Oh, so uh, yeah, it's all about what they what they what they send to you. I mean, look at Xbox Live Arcade. I mean, <laughs> that that sounded like it was going to be ridiculous, and they've only released one game since E3, and probably I mean, what are how many games they've actually released in 2006? It's pretty sad. How many games that weren't just shoot 'em ups, where you move one one guy with a where you move with a left stick and shoot with the right stick? There's three games that use that. Is it three you know. or four? Oh, it could be four. It's four. uh, what? You got Robotron, you got Geometry Wars, Mutant Storm. Oh, and Smash oh, Mutant Storms like that. Yep. And uh, Smash. Crystal. Oh, oh, there's like a million. There's more. Isn't the Crystal Crystal Quest like that? Yeah, Crystal Quest is like that too. Oh, so there's like five games like that. Yeah. Great. Awesome. 
<laughs> and he also wants, the second question is, is the site really make all its revenue from two little ads at the top? No, this, and this is a lot of people have asked questions similar to this. No, the site does make money from the, from the ads, the Google ads and the other, you know, you see the Rockstar ads that we have too, um, but uh, mostly from affiliate earnings. When you buy stuff using links that are posted on CAG, CAG gets a commission. That's why from it's always important to post the link to the deal you found. Yes. Uh, in the forum, for almost all the deals, the links will change automatically so that we have our affiliate code on there. Um, but definitely use those links when you buy things. And even if you're buying stuff that's not video game related, if you use the shop drop-down menu on the top of the site, you can use the links there to get to the store and, we'll, and CAG will get credit for your purchase. So if you're buying that big TV set, use a CAG link. You can use any link from CAG, and we're going to get paid. <laughs> okay. It, that sort of answers Wage Slave's question as well. Yeah. Something I've been pondering, what can the average cheap yeah. ass do to support CheapAssGamer.com? That's what you can do. There That's you go. the answer. Click on um, it, it does help when you use the links from CAG. Um, uh, I can't tell you to click the ads. It violates the Google AdSense policy. Um, but if I did tell you to click the ads, it would help. <laughs> But I can't tell you to do I, it. I, can I tell people? Uh, maybe. I don't get paid. Um, through uh, Using iTunes to download the CatCast will not get us any money, but if you subscribe to it, it'll help with our, it'll help with our rankings on iTunes. Uh, but definitely tell your friends. Review the CatCast on iTunes. I, uh, that will help get us featured. I did a search today, and I found a mention of us on uh, the Penny Arcade forum. Oh, and it was a it was a, a, a you know a thread and it was called what podcast do you listen to? Okay. And in three pages of responses, only one person mentioned the CAGcast. Right. It was very sad. Guys, definitely um, try to you know spread the news about the CAGcast if you can. Uh, you can put it in your signature on other message boards. There's even a little code that you can put on that puts a little image and it'll rotate the latest CAGcast. Uh, titles and stuff. Maybe I'll put that in this in the thread for this cast, so you people should. can take a look at that. Uh, Thornbon three chimes in with a question. Why don't you read yeah, that? Yeah, it's one? it's your favorite kind too. Multiple yeah, yeah. choice. Uh, how dramatic? <laughs> Multiple guests. I like to call those. <laughs> how dramatic has the EV Games Stop mm. merger affected cheap ass gamers' finances? A greatly. B good amount. C small amount. D hardly notice a difference. No, the answer is A, greatly. Uh, EB Games used to be the affiliate that we had the most revenue from by by far. I mean, because you remember all the great remember all the great sales that EB Games used to have. Yeah. I mean, so many. And can yeah. you name any no. since since the merger? Now so the, it's the answer, City. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the answer is A. I can't make. I can hardly make any money from them now. It's it's pretty sad. And now that uh, Amazon is rather Toys R Us is going to be leaving Amazon, it's that's going to be really bad too. So we need to get the CAD cast to be famous and on a real radio station. So we can make somehow. we can make lots. So we of money. can make some money. Let's make some money. I just yeah, go. I don't I have to get our job. <laughs> you don't want to get a real. What are you going to do? I don't, what could you I, do? There's only. I could only teach English, basically, is the only thing I could do. You could do customer service. No, I, I guess You could I be could. one of the people that, like uh, like me, when I have trouble with my computer, and I think I'm calling Indiana. Yeah. 
Uh, Troy1820 has a similar question, and he says, uh, given the de decrease in revenue coming to the website from EB GameStop, has there been any thought of using a subscription model for CAG? Uh, blah, blah, blah. And the answer is no, not really. I, I do not. I really have very little interest in taking money from the CAG community. Um, you know, why should I do that when I can get the retailers to do it? And advertisers, you know, you can make money from advertising as well. Uh, I'm not greedy. I don't need to squeeze every last dime out of everybody. You know, I just need enough money so that, you know, I can live uh, and so that Eat. Mrs. TV doesn't make me get a second job, <laughs> basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it comes down to. Um, so spread the word about CAG. Spread the word about the CAGcast. Uh, especially review us on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends. There you go. Yeah, and talk about, about us it. on other websites. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the Cagcast spam. You know, if you know, Cag got started uh, from my signature on GameFAQs. Basically, I had a, uh, my signature said "Cheap Ass Gamer" in it, and that's how I sort of got the first users on Cheap Ass Gamer. Uh, so you guys bring in some fresh meat. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with a little word of mouth. And yes. uh, it's any good deals going on in the forums? There's the buy two, get one deal uh, for Xbox Best Buy. games on Best Buy, which isn't bad. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, there's some nice deals on Overstock.com. I'm not sure how many of these are still in stock. I, I still recommend uh, Everything or Nothing for 10 bucks. Uh, they got a lot of the stuff. They have Get on the Mic for PS2. Oh. I know it's supposed to be terrible, but they have it for 14 bucks with the mic. So that's pretty cheap. Um, a lot of stuff there. Check that out in the forums. What else we got? We got a couple of nice deals at Amazon. You know, check the forums. Sounds you good. You guys are going to check the forums anyway. I don't even know why I buy list, listing them. And we got two articles up on Kotaku today. Two, that may be a record. Two articles today. Yeah, two in one day. Not bad. Two in one day. We got big, big shout out to uh, Mrs. Shipwreck for her article on getting your girl into gaming. And the other one was the Best Buy, <laughs> the Best Buy, the best ad buy spoof ad. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Man, the next one's going to be our 35th episode. That's it's almost your age. Uh, I'm only 32, my friend. <laughs> Don't lie. We uh, all know you're 42. No. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Responsible adults aren't supposed to have fun. Wake up. We can do whatever we want. Drive racing cars to work, play golf in our pajamas, tennis on the bus, or baseball in our mother-in-law's living room. All you need is a Game Boy. It's a personal game-playing system with over 200 puzzle action and sports games to choose from. Hey, fun is your reward for growing up. Start playing. You really got to get one of these. Game Boy by Nintendo. Have you had your fun today?